The heart of the matter is this. Your audience doesn't owe you anything. However much you give, however deeply you pour your soul into your performance, the unvarnished truth is that your audience owes you nothing. Welcome to Notes from the Stage Door. I'm Bina Rampal and I can't wait to share with you the life lessons that I have learnt from being a dance artist. I want to start actually by sharing the most painful lesson that I've learnt as a performing artist. However much your audience adores your work, however much they praise you, once they leave the theatre, the adulation stops there. And I'm sure this is something that all performing artists can relate to, but I think that it is really relevant today especially in the world of social media, for anyone sharing our work and our message publicly. I remember, I think, probably the first time that I really got this lesson, I really felt it, was, I think it would have been in 2006, I had a performance at the Linbury at the Royal Opera House. And it was a piece that I had choreographed myself. And I think it was good, but I don't think it was excellent. I remember I was wearing a really beautiful shimmering costume that had been designed and made for me by a wonderful Japanese costume designer. The piece was a duet. And I remember learning at that moment that your work, my work as a performing artist, is to give your energy to the audience. And it's very vulnerable. You know, it's really like putting your soul under a microscope and inviting everyone to come and have a look. Particularly as this piece was my own choreography. So it's very, very different when you're sharing your own choreography as opposed to performing repertoire work, performing work that You've learnt from your teacher that has been passed down over time where your responsibility is to dance and perform the work beautifully, but you haven't actually created it. When you're creating your own choreography and your own dance arrangement and sharing that, it is very different. It requires a whole different level of vulnerability and it feels very, very raw. So that is actually why there is this sense that I should be given something by the audience. Uh, and I remember in that moment after that performance at the Lindbury, having this feeling of imbalance. It was almost, it was almost as if I had been left high and dry. So I really started to think about why that was, you know, what was the root of this strange feeling of imbalance that I had. And I realized that it's because the audience knows deep down that you have nourished them in a profound way. I've received that feedback in different ways over the years and I continue to receive it. People will say, even of the short dance clips that I share on Instagram, people will say it, it is an absolute tonic I watch your little movement clips. It's like watching a meditation. It calms me down. It removes the stress of my day. And so over the years, over the decades, I keep getting this feedback. But at the same time, the lesson really has been 
that once the audience leaves the theatre, once they leave your work, that is where it ends. There is no actual relationship. There is no ongoing connection that they have with you. And they certainly have no investment in your life, in the quality of your life, or in how you're doing, in your well-being. There is just no investment on their part. And here's the thing. There is no reason for them to be invested in your well-being. That is the raw and painful lesson that however much your audience adores you, it is not their job to take care of you. But at the same time, in the moment of performance, there is this deep and profound relating going on. There is this deep sharing from the performer and a deep receiving from the audience. So the question then becomes, what is the deep invitation here? What is the life lesson? And I think that the life lesson here is this, that even in the midst of relating with others, we must develop a sense of energetic self-sufficiency. Even as we're relating to others, we must develop a sense of energetic self-sufficiency. And again, I think this will be really helpful to any creator sharing online, using social media. So what does this look like? What is this energetic self-sufficiency? It looks like healthy boundaries. It looks like each interaction feeling complete. As far as possible, each interaction feels complete. There's no sense of leaky boundaries. There's no sense of anything being left over, that kind of codependent, unhealthy sensation. We don't want that to be present. Each exchange feels complete. So at that point, you're not leaking energy. And of course, when that leakage does happen, as it inevitably will, it really helps to clear it up, to clean it up as quickly as possible, whether that's through a conversation or whether that's through an internal process for yourself of talking yourself through how to hold healthy boundaries and how to do things differently next time. And in relationships, of course, problems all stem from leaky energy. And that's why this is, I feel, a massive life lesson. Whether you're performing on stage or sharing on television or making work for social media, we know the amount of work, effort, commitment, but more importantly, that sense of reaching into your soul and sharing something very, very precious. It's like you're sharing a part of yourself. You're sharing your very life energies. So particularly for creators sharing on social media, I think it's important for your emotional well-being, for mental health, to bear in mind that you must hold your own center and keep your own energetic boundaries. And as difficult as it is to hear, your audience really doesn't owe you anything. Let me put it this way. If you imagine a choreography where two people are dancing, now five people are dancing. Let's make it 10 people who are all dancing together. Each dancer needs to remain cognizant and responsible for their own body. Each dancer needs to hold her own center, even when the movement 
is shared, even when the movement is shared. And it's just like that in life, at all levels, at home, in our personal life, at a civil level, at the political level, at all levels of interaction, there is this key learning from dance. Even while we are sharing, and we're sharing all the time, we're sharing resources, we're sharing emotions, conversation, agreements. Even while we are sharing, it is healthy for each individual to keep our sense of self and self-responsibility. And I actually think that working with that dynamic will act as an immediate tonic for the existential crisis that we are experiencing at this moment in history. And we are all experiencing that. However that crisis is showing up for you, if we remain cognizant of our own body, I feel that it will act as an immediate tonic. So here's a practice. Let's put that into practice right now. But if you're driving, come back to this later. Here's the practice. Put your hands on your belly and become aware of the sensation of touch. Breathe into your belly and let your attention rest in that feeling of breath. Let your attention rest in that breathing. And notice how your awareness has dropped into the body, into your body sensation. Stay with your breath. Okay, you can release your hands, but stay present in your belly. Release your hands, staying present. And notice how things have slowed down, staying present in your belly. I'm going to leave you there, connected to your body. And I look forward to sharing with you the next episode of Notes from the Stage Door.